0: welcome to dice and suffering home of more chaos than we have dice and we have a lot of dice dice and suffering presents the black lotus gambit episode seven an act of war i go a bit more subdued greetings mortals and non-mortals and weird ethereal planes in between i bid you welcome to dice and suffering and crime and suffering and even more suffering oh it is crime time i have managed to get all of them in one place i know it's a fucking miracle for the finale to the prologue of our blade series i call it the prologue because it's kind of Here's the toddler's heists, here's what kind of stuff you'd be doing. Good luck with it, before we launch into me actually making an official character sheet for your gang, which you still need to come up with the name for. And no, you cannot call KFC. it anything to do with bro or hookers.
1: So, bro hookers is that of question? Okay.
0: I, I can find where you all live. Let's not- let's not do this. I've already had to deal with clown McGee over here.
1: Lasagna would have been
0: great, that's all I'm saying. He would have been He popular. would have been, but he died mysteriously to many nightmares. We Miss him
2: already. We miss him already.
0: Gone but not forgotten, as I've said for about 40 <laughs> times <laughs> there, there I... is a... <laughs>
2: There is a gravestone outside. <laughs> it have been it's
0: anyone. just a poster of him in the club.
3: In honor of
0: lasagna. Of
2: lasagna. <laughs> the stripper that never made it through the front door.
0: Lasagna Lasagna Sad honk.
2: <laughs>
3: On the hour, every hour, we honk the honker one time.
1: That's the idea name it. Lasagna's I
0: seek death. Already, it has been a minute and I already seek death. All right, no, before I explain what the fuck is going on, because we all haven't been together for this and you've heard snippets of each other's ex- adventures but not in full detail. Let's see which crime children are here to make me suffer because it's all of you.
1: Uh, Matt, who are you? Uh, I'm Feather Blake Marshall, um, you know, my whisper. Um, professor of um, the dark arts, like a better term, like to talk to ghosts, um, chat up demons, and try and put anything he can find in a bottle.
0: Pretty much. Did you Put your name in the goblet of fire.
1: <laughs> he asked calmly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, and I'm intrigued by the by the sudden influx of um, focus talent. <laughs>
0: front office. Yes. Somehow, when designing Blades campaign, I somehow didn't predict that you lot would run a drug ring and also uh, demand the, the front for your shop. Instead of being like, oh, let's sell antiques or I don't know, let's be a pawn shop or whatever, you're like, no, we're going to go full sexy. Well, tap you in a pawn shop. I am so asexual, I wish to hurl myself out this window.
1: Sorry, it was sitting there.
0: I know, and I, ha- I hated myself for saying it, because I knew it was there. Chad, you're the one who started this idea. Who are you?
3: Hello, I am Chad, and today I will be playing Growly Strixhaven, the retired, in air quotes, military man, who is a hound, and yeah, you're right. Because if we're gonna sell drugs, you might as well go whole hog on it. And if you're doing some drugs, you probably want yourself a hooker as well. You know, if you're already going down the dark path, you might as well just make it all the way to the end.
0: I should've made you a lot of assassins, then you could have drugs, hookers and murder.
3: A Corsoon weekend. How you doing, folks?
0: And I do know, voices in his head to talk to.
3: The drugs help with that.
0: Someone who should consider getting into drugs to deal with this madness, Carrie. I'm not really sure how to go from there. <laughs> but hello, I'm Carrie. I play Mariella Ruby, the spider, who is also now a certified pimp. After having the honour of finding all these hookers that are suddenly crowding up the place. Her favourite is Bertrude. Yes, we have Bertrude, we have Amber, and we have Jim and Gmimer. Because we've already had Jiff and Yiff. And Yodget. Yodget. Would you like some Yodget, Matthew? <laughs> <Very welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, Alex. What up?
2: Hi, I'm Alex. And today I'm playing Riley. The human lurk. I say human because everyone's a human in this campaign, Alex. Get that straight. The, the lurk, who is good at picking any lockpicks, good at picking most doors, okay enough other stuff, and is currently dying as I, I have two levels in harm.
0: Yeah, you did get stabbed last time.
2: Um, Awkward. Time. Oops.
0: I won't go into major detail about what happened in every heist, I'll just kind of give a tiny summary of each one It's like you're all there for the first one Woohoo, we went into a warehouse Crowley clapped at people Lake failed to open a fucking door <laughs> Money, woohoo, profit Then we moved to... <laughs> then we were like, oh yeah, Crowley, Marielle, let's go out Oh no, the blacks want to talk to us Oh no, let's break into this place. Let's be really shit at knocking a guy out. We knocked him out. great. Now let's tie him up in some weird BDSM trap that failed when the door shut. 10 out of 10. You also released a ghost. Also 10 out of 10.
3: No regrets.
0: Some regrets. Then we went to a fancy party with Blake and Riley. It was very nice, you know. Had to deal with the whole murder that went upstairs and, you know, pretend that nothing went wrong, everything's fine. What do you mean we left Blake's coat and also the murder weapon up there? What are you talking about? We didn't leave a murder weapon at the scene. Then we're like, hey, Blake, Crowley, let's team up. Oh, let's go find out whether our smuggler's okay. Ah, look, we broke into his house and woke up his husband that was asleep in bed by just walking into his bedroom. Then we pretended we were from the postcode fucking lottery and that worked because Matt got a crit success on a disadvantage.
3: Let's not stick it at we. There was one of us who was staking their claim to that and the other one just had to roll with it.
1: And I rolled for it and got successful.
0: Look, you were there, you're complicit. You found an ear, but no one commented on it. (laughs) You went to- you went to a park where- famously known for ghosts and where people kill themselves. It's not a very nice place. Then you found a demon and also the head of the person you were looking for. Next to the pile of pieces of the person you were looking for. Congrats, you pissed off Agrax. Then we were like, oh, you know, we're getting there. Let's have three of you. Oh no, Crowley needs to go deal with his family. I know, let's deliver this Iron Man X rip, rip off repulsor across town. Oh no, it's burning a hole through my very fucking skin. You also met one of the Dimmer sisters. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> They're creepy. <laughs> and then <sighs> Friday. <laughs> This happened a few days ago for me. Just... Mariella and Riley went to rescue Rosalind, Riley's friend who had been taken for ransom and whose father decided to be a dick about it. And they may... Riley may have snuck onto the ship where Rosalind was being held and then may have decided to hide behind a door and not move when the person came into a room. Which and since it was like a private room he shut the door and went to go do his business which meant when he shut the door he just sees this random ass person stood there and riley got stabbed on the way out because as you do do stand behind a door and not do anything He got roslyn back the another one of the city council is aware of Ulot's existence which may not be a good thing and Lasagna the Clown got murdered horribly and I regret nothing. Somehow through all of that, you've managed to set up a, you've managed to set up a drug rig essentially. You have a supply route, you have security, you have kind of an agreement with the other gangs that it can happen. You have a location, the warehouse behind your shop. You actually have a front as well, almost getting there. Mariella regularly sits in there and like claps in rhythm to get them to dance, it's mildly concerning. Mariella's like, one, two, three, four, shake that butt, four, four. I hate my life. But today is actually your, it's kind of opening day, in which that everything that's, everything's all set up and you guys are just kind of lurking in the Sparkcraft workshop. Like your back room, as it were. Just in case something goes tits up. You don't need to be directly involved right now because you have people for that. And Matt, no, I can see where your brain went. Fuck you, Matt. No. Bad. Get in the bin. Matt is snickering. Maybe there's no potential name for the front. We're not calling it tits up. The gang is not being called TITTER! I draw the fucking line. Deilus. What's wrong with that as a name? Dearless No. Help. Just help.
1: I apologise. Continue.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but no, you are you're kind of just listening to the hubbub of people going in totally innocent conversation sound of coin changing hands sounds of various black motors here is kind of smoked it's like a mixture of a bong and a vape it's kind of a weird machine Like it's very obvious when people are doing it because it has to be through this otherwise you essentially snort it and kill yourself Immediately, because it's that potent. But, you know, you're just lurking. When, of course, something doesn't go well, because this is life. Nothing ever goes to plan. But interestingly enough, you all, one of Amber, in fact, who's kind of taken up, post as the door. She's the fully clothed door person who's somehow also a hooker and isn't very pleased about it. Kind of raps on the door of the back room. To you lot and it's like, "Hey, bosses." Yes,
1: Amber. You
0: got visitors.
1: Riley, you do this one. <laughs> I've got to deal with
0: it. I'm drinking my gin.
1: Bleeding from the back! Fine, fine. Oh, what a bitch. Right, I'm going to do
3: it, fine. Probably is 100% napping on one of the uh, couches right now. He's just 100% asleep at this moment.
1: Blake, I you... may have not put his hand in cold water, in a bucket of cold water.
2: <laughs> Warm water. <laughs>
1: okay, Blake, Blake we're going look with Marielle. Um, Do you want me to go? Try and do it.
0: Well, since you're already up.
1: Mariella's got her feet up with a glass of wine. Yes,
0: Mariella. <laughs> a queen.
1: Yeah, absolute queen. The Red Queen strikes again. Maybe that's what's called call it Red Queen. That'd be kind of fun.
0: Um That but... is her nickname. It is the Red Queen. That is Aurelius.
1: Love it. Um Like um opens the door and looks out. Yes.
0: You recognize one of these people. Actually, do you recognize one of these people? You recognize... You're actually the one person who would recognize neither of these people because you haven't met either of them. Okay. There is a older woman. She looks like 50s, very skinny and wiry and all elbows, with a very sharp face, kind of very cunning. Looks like she would stab you for a loaf of bread. Okay. Dressed in simple kind of street clothes, with the sigil of the Lampblacks proudly on her breast, on the breast of a coat.
1: Okay.
0: And there is a much nicer looking, as it were, military kind of man stood there in the uniform of the red sashes, in like very like upright, at attention with a sword at his hip kind of, like, honey hair. He's kind of glancing around. They're they're both stood about five foot away from each other. They've clearly come together, but they don't want to be stood near each other. I
1: think. Um. <clears throat> one moment. Close the door. Look over to Crowley. Are we taking auditions today for the front or not? Crowley is asleep.
0: <laughs> he does not care.
1: Mario, we- uh, have we got to have girls in the front? Because I don't think this one's
0: gonna fit in. You're that incapable of answering the door correctly. Ask
1: them. <laughs> okay, fine. Open the door. Have do you count audition?
0: Carlyle, who is the man that is stood there, kind of puts his hand to his sword and is like, "What do you? What do you mean audition?"
1: Not, clearly not. What can we, what can I do for you? We have a lot of people come through here, so.
0: I'm guessing your associates haven't caught you up.
1: Um, I'm afraid I've, I've been busy at university. Can I help with anything at all?
0: The lady kind of glances at Carlisle. The lady is Pickett, who is the second in command of the Lamplax. And she kind of looks in slight disbelief and is like, all right, I know the rest of you are back there, so get out of here right now. Before I bloody stab this one. Hey, hey, I'm, hey, here hey. To, I'm not here to audition for whatever the fuck you've got going on. We pay good coin. I am second in command of the lamp blacks. So I'm not going to come here and dance for you hoity-toities.
1: I'm, I'm hardly hoity Anyway, anyway I apologize for if I offended you. Crowley! What? Jesus! What? What do you want? Get your ass out here now! For fuck's sake! What?
3: (sighs) Probably will aggressively roll off the couch, shake his hand off, look at the bowl of water, shake his head (laughs) vehemently. Fucking goddamn Riley. And then grabbing uh, his uh, pistols holster and uh, clasping that around his waist real quick, we'll head to the door. Wh- what, Marshal? Oh, fuck! Hey, it? Um, what? What? Why? We're good. We're fucking good. Why are you here? What?
1: Yeah, can you fucking you fill me in on what's happened when I leave the office, please?
3: Uh, f- fuck off, Marshal. What the fuck? Like you fucking wake me up in my wonderful nap right here. Jeez. I'm sorry, do you guys want to come in? Uh, he has clearly been very rude to you two. Come on, come in, come in.
0: I'll kind of let Pickett go first. You're not sure whether it's out of chivalry or out of he can stab her in the back from here. There's a lot of animosity am- a- between the pair of them, which is understandable considering they're from rival gangs. But, like, it's like, please don't kill each other. I will take forever to get out the carpet. Okay. There's still a blood stain from from where pate got shot.
3: Riley, Marielle, um, we have important visitors.
0: Um. As like you all make yourselves. You kind of sit up from the various lounging positions you've been in. And I don't know, Riley like turns the blood stain away from the door.
2: First just what we're showing
0: inside out. <laughs> Nothing to see here.
3: Probably would take post up by the actual entrance. Not like trying to box them in, but just as a military person, that's where I would stand.
0: Yeah, Blake knows neither of these people. Blake. Riley only knows Carlisle. He was the Red Sash captain that came to give you the smuggling job to get the artifact across to the demo Sisters.
2: I am shooty McStabby.
0: Yes, shooty McStabby. Mariella and Crowley recognize both of these people because Pickett was the one that gave you the job to go to the train yard originally during your meeting with Baz. And obviously you met Carlisle at the same time. <laughs> so Blake's just there like
1: I told I asked them
0: if they wanted to audition. <laughs>
1: I wasn't aware, that we knew these people. I do apologize. Can I get you a cup of tea? No. Okay.
0: okay. Wine? Pickett looks at you like you're dirt on her shoe.
1: Okay. They like will wander
3: off to the back,
1: pour some tea for himself.
3: Right. Well, this is obviously not a social call. So, what brings the two of you here together?
0: Carlisle kind of looks at Pickett, and Pickett looks at Carlisle, and they have, like, a brief battle of wills with their faces and eyebrows to figure out who's going to talk. And Pickett kind of shrugs and, like, leans against the door like an asshole. And Carlisle kind of takes command of the room, if it were. There is... I doubt you're that aware of what's going on here in Crossfoot because you are not actively involved in either in any of the three gangs that are here. You are new to this. What the fuck is that, Matt?
3: That is cool Amazing bottle. is whatever the Why fuck Why is it glowing?
0: Is. <laughs> His alcohol is glowing. I'm concerned.
1: I thought it was appropriate give him a plain blade. Uh, my, my Spice Sugar Plum Liqueur gin. I'm- Why is it so shiny? Why is it's it glowing? So- oh, it's a, it's a, it's a like, snow globe sort of effect, and it's got a light going into the bottle. Honestly, I didn't believe you when you said it glowed, but that's cool.
2: That's fucking I assumed cool. He, yeah, I assumed he pulled out a fallout or something.
0: <laughs> I just looked up and I was like, ah yes, how do I explain this plot thing? Why is that glowing? Sorry. You <laughs> didn't I'm so sorry. It's fine. The podcast noises are of confusion. No, you aren't really aware of what's been going on here in Crowsfoot, but I understand you know the basics, at least from looks over at Pickett. Was it Hoxley you said the person was? Yeah, Hoxley. Okay. Your
2: benefactor. Yeah.
0: Yes, your benefactor. Uh. The leader of the Cro- Crowsfoot was originally led by, surprise surprise, the Crows. Original name, I know. Like you can talk, you're called the Red Sashes. You're a bunch of sword people. Why didn't you do something to do with swords? Oh, and you're the Lamplax. Ooh, I light lamps. Look at me. They bicker for a few minutes and then get back to the point.
3: Eventually Crowley just gives up.
0: (coughs) Yes. Sorry, you don't tend to get many from our gang in the same group. Either... We are from opposing sides, so yes, this is not a social call. But the leader of the Crows a while ago... Rorick was killed by his second-in-command, or at least that's what we thought. It it made sense for her to be the killer, but some new evidence has come to light that a rogue member of the Red Sashes. Think it looks really fucking smug right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trent has decided to go rogue and was somehow involved in Rorik's death, and is now planning a different attack. Blake and Crowley, you will recognize the name Trent. Trent is the husband of Red Lowe that you went to investigate, the guy you talked to in his underwear. Yes. And the one you're fairly certain sacrificed his husband to some sort of deity.
3: Yes, I will give a look towards Blake, knowing that his mouth is about to open, <clears throat> and just with a death glare, seeing his mouth about to open, without actually making any movements, make it very clear to shut the fuck up that we know anything about Trent.
1: I look back at the crowd and I was like. We like I like so now, my eyebrows started to say like, "Gosh, it."
0: Well, he's planning something, and the problem is that this is the worst possible day for him to be planning something. Pickett kind of steps steps up from this point, he's like, right. So, every two months, the various gang leaders of Crowsfoot have A meeting. Obviously, it's changed now that we're no longer under our peace treaty with old Rorik, but we still do the meeting to kind of sort tithes and who has which land and who can claim protection fees from what, etc. It's so... As much as we want to murder each other half the time, it's more about area control and we have to hash it out somehow. So every two months, our leaders and two bodyguards of their choice have a meeting in a specific location and they don't leave the train until well it's it's on a train it's a constant moving target so you know can't blow it up or whatever and well they don't leave until the job is done and we've found out mainly because we broke into Trent's house and found some plans that he's planning on we don't know what exactly he's doing his notes didn't make a whole lot of sense and his office fucking stunk like Jesus like something died in there but he's planning an attack on all of those gang members that are there which means Baz my boss Myra is boss. Gesturing at Carlisle. Jera, who's in charge of the Ive. And who does all the commercial shit? And Lysa, who is the Crow leader now, are all in one place. And if they all go down, Crow's foot is fucked. Like we're at a gang war now. You think what do you think will happen if. The main figures of power are all taken out of play at once. But we can't get involved. If any member of our gangs step foot onto that train before the meeting ends, it will be seen as an act of war. Right now, this is like a turf war. You don't want to see Crow's Foot in the middle of an actual gang war, because your new building... Your new business is going to go up in flames. So, we've made an agreement, and we can strong arm the Crows into agreeing, that if you can get on there and stop Trent, we will back off the Black Lotus Market. Entirely. You will have the entire market here in Crowsfoot. You won't have competition from us. You might get competition from, like, the Ive, or, like, the Gondoliers or whatever, but… You will have the majority share. (laughs) Alright.
3: Uh, Crowley this time has made his way over to, uh, Mariel, and will lean in to, like, whisper. Lake and I have other information on Trent as well. This seems like a good deal. I think we should take it. I'll stand back up just to stand at attention.
1: Yeah, I think we should take this deal.
2: Just give Crowley a nod.
1: Well, then.
0: I guess this is what we're doing. They both kind of actually look relieved. But, you know, considering their entire livelihood is on the line. Yeah. They're on the smoke screen. It's an eight carriage train that passes round, goes around Brightstone, bit of Crow's Foot, bit of the docks. But, like the main stop of interest is probably Char Hollow for you lot. Say again,
1: please. It
0: doesn't, act- doesn't actually stop in Char but that's the slowest it goes.
3: Do you happen to have schematics on the actual carriages?
0: I don't have exact layouts of, like, what's inside, because they change that every meeting. So no one can try and plan weapons or anything beforehand, but I know roughly what each car is supposed to be.
3: That would be greatly appreciated. That'd be useful, yeah.
0: Alright, so... I'm gonna send a picture of it to the chat because I can't be bothered to say all of this and make it's voice. Why is there a picture of Lasagna in the chat? No.
2: <laughs> Burn it. Stabbed but not forgotten.
0: He just got on lip fillers too.
1: All around Oh no. Faces.
0: <laughs> I will kill him. You're already dead, you monster. I will make sure his ghost is also dead. It is heavily cropped because I've realized that a bunch of plot shit is on the page as well and you can't have that. That's Haha, an arrow. A clue. <laughs> there's arrow <laughs> and some writing.
3: That Soon looks we like we'll an know a. all the
0: secrets. <laughs> that's actually an E. Oh, is it? Okay. okay apparently like I can't end. read. Oh no, that's just my handwriting. Slash there's a letter that comes before it, so it looks like it blends together. Ah, that makes sense. Does it? What makes sense in this world? Carlisle and Pickett will kind of lay out that map for you, and then they simply just say, Meeting's going on for about another 14 hours. So, that's your time frame. Good luck to you. Unless you have other questions, they're going to take their leave.
1: Mm, Nothing that comes to mind. Yeah, I think there should be, but I can't think of
0: That's what flashbacks are for later. Indeed. Whilst you slightly mull over that plan, we will now do downtime. Because i skipped it slightly to get the big plot talky thing out of the way. So, uh Kerry, you have two. Are you just gonna do your usual or are you gonna try something with stress now? I don't still don't have that much stress in no, that much. I- you have? i got two because I didn't take any last time. Oh yeah, Riley took all the stress. Ariella stayed behind and coached the dancers. Okay, of course I'm going to train because I always do. Yep, tick. I do like filling in those dots. <laughs> How many of those dots do you have now? Four. How many little things are there? Eight. Okay, depending on how this goes, I may message you later about giving you extra dots and things. Thanks. Because like you can train to get bits of XP, but it's mostly handed out by how you approach a heist. Yeah. So like in your case, it's to do with consorting and kind of manipulating pieces to get XP. Crowley would need to be like tracking things to get XP, etc. Or if you um... like a cutter, your approach is violence. I mean, fair. If Mariola dies, that's kind of my next go-to. Yeah. Stab. Um. Probably a long shot. Is there any way I could gather more information about what we're doing? Just because then I get an extra dice to some sort. You can have that not as downtime, but for actually, prep for the heist. All right. Downtime is like if you want is separate to the heist you're doing, it's like a general thing. Alright, cool. So come back to that. Prime choo choo. thank you, Alex. Can I work on our project then? Because not Your allowed to do one all one the or training. The group one. Uh, group one. All right. Uh, I guess you're going to go find more hookers. Hell yeah. <laughs> more <laughs> hookers. Give me a consort roll. <laughs> I do. I have two dots in consort. I'm so like done with me Not with you
2: Just everything That's
0: a six and a three You take the six That is three pieces This fucking clock You come back with ten more hookers None of them are clowns One of them's (laughs) a pirate (laughs) Fine I'll allow that
2: is he called Reedy Hangs Well on the Pole?
1: No, it... I was gonna call him Captain Mastiff or something like that. Alex, Alex, but please, that's nothing but a lie.
2: Oh god, poor old.
0: Why is, A lie's taken, thank you. <laughs> you may have killed my girlfriend, but
1: come on. It is more more, on the line of a lie of truth, never mind.
0: I know, I just refuse to let you slander my baby. Yes, Mariella comes back with several hookers under her arms and some in her little clutch bag. Yeah, there's a pirate sticky out the clutch bag. <laughs> this is Captain Mast the Pirate. Oh no, Captain Half Mast. His, his, his hooker his hooker his hooker <laughs> name is Captain <laughs> Seek the Booty. Sometimes
2: he has half a mast He wanders down. around <laughs> going, booty! <laughs>
0: What's wrong with Captain Halfmast, isn't it? Oh, Captain Halfmast. That's, that's what he is after the seventh bell. <laughs> after <laughs> the seventh bell. <laughs> he's Captain Seeks the Booty. After seventh oh, bell, he's Captain Halfmast.
1: mast Yeah, so the pirate's here now, that's fine.
0: There's ten hookers and one of them's a pirate. This is well, fine. We got, yeah, so I got us a pirate hooker called Captain Halfmast.
2: Literally, we are going to have Picasso in here in a minute, just see- as a cameo. No, we will Picasso. have no
0: Picasso, <laughs> Picasso in the this- front door. Picasso will not be a hooker.
2: <laughs> I, I draw didn't the say line. Be a I didn't say he'd be a hooker. I just said we'll come back to our house one day, and Picasso will be on our sofa. There'll
0: be a turtle just on the desk.
2: I see death. Make a cameo everywhere.
0: Alex I'm guessing Riley wants to heal slash de-stress
2: yes very much so which one harm for a minute because three levels of harm is death isn't it
0: four levels of harm is death
2: well I need to get some of that harm done because I have two of it so you have a level two harm yes yes
0: and you do you have any level one harms
2: i uh, le- I got level 1 and level 2 ticked.
0: Okay. I do remember why you were level... Oh, level 1 was when you punched yourself in the face. Yes. I have to... No, keep- oh, I healed actually- that. No, wait, no. It's when you burned-, burned yourself.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I got to tick a level of harm for getting stabbed in the back.
0: Yeah, and that reset your clock. So, do you want to heal the level 2 or the level 1? Level 2... If you fill the clock, we'll bring it down to... Bring it down no, to level I'm one. On.
2: I heal the stab wound for a minute.
0: All right. So you get 2d6 for this because we have Dr. Brian.
2: okay Let's roll red and green. Brian, I'm a wizard. A six and a four.
0: We take the six.
2: Yay. Numbers.
1: That is three
2: out of four, probably. This is in the block. Well, I'm going to have to roll again and use me up thing to try and get it down to only one level of harm. Up to you. Yeah, I'll do that because I'd rather not go into this with half my harm bar filled. <laughs> and that's a five on the high.
0: That's two segments, so that... Yeah, that's... Down to level okay. one harm. So instead of... Instead of deep stab wound, it's... Bad cut. Oh, My
2: yeah. back is unstabbed.
0: Yeah, you have a cut, but you don't need stitches now. Yay? Yeah. Go. Slender chance slagged in your yeah. nope I'm regressing I'm okay Crowley what do you want to do you have three
3: right Um. so I currently have two level one arms still but one of them I have two parts of my clock filled so I would like to a finish up my ghost touched Ah yes uh, to get rid of that right away, so I get two d sixes for that. Yep. Uh, that's a five and a one.
0: Take the five. That's three segments of the clock.
3: All right, that fills up. So then I am no longer ghost touched.
0: The ghost has stopped touching you.
3: Woo! Thank God. I was getting real sick of that, and I was going to file a complaint soon with a you know attorney, but
0: ghost resources instead of human it resources.
2: Out.
3: Alright, I still have one other level 1 harm, so I would like to try and get some healing on my terrified status of level 1 harm.
2: Yeah.
0: 2d6 again.
3: Uh, That's a 6 and a 3.
0: Okay, so that's 3 out
3: of 4. Alright. So
0: you can either keep it as it is and do stress or projects or whatever
3: or you can
0: try and finish that off.
3: Uh, I know there's a chance that I might reset it if I don't finish the clock, but I really, really... I would really like to do some working out or something of that nature. I really want to get a point in Wreck or Skirmish. Like, with the way these missions, have, these heists so far have gone for Crowley, Crowley, like, realizes that he's very terrified at this moment but understands that maybe if he could actually have just knocked those two idiots out in the beginning part or just handled the situation in the house with Trent instead of letting uh, Blake take the lead, that everything could have gone better. So I would like to try and do something to get a point in either of those. You chose to argue the cat. Okay, so you've chosen
0: to you're basically... that's training, really. You've Sorry. chosen to train. Sorry. So, I think it's... Where, where on your sheet is it, Carrie? When I asked, you said to fill in the little dots next to the bit that says playbook underneath yep. stash and coin.
3: Oh, okay.
0: So fill in one of those. you don't need to roll anything all right that's just a free thing i award xp based on whether you've approached a mission in a way that makes sense for your character so like the whole of the first one i would not give you anything for
3: i'm not i I do not even argue with that fact at all (laughs) i tried
0: whilst like the one you did with mariella i would like when i finished calculating it you would get one for that and so on we will I will figure it out between chapters. But once we get to a point you can either I think it's you can take another ability or you get two dots, I think, to play with. I think that's the level up essentially.
3: Like it. Alright, well those were all three of mine, because that was two healings and then one training, so I'm done.
0: Professor Blake Marshall.
1: You have. Right. I've got. I've got a lot to do here. So I've got six stress and I've got two level one harms.
0: So de-stress first, I guess. Absolutely. You're going to a séance, I assume.
1: I'm going to conduct a séance. Oh, you're going to conduct a séance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to conduct one, or or certainly try and do that. Basically, I've i tried getting him still from the side sort of thing at the university. I tried.
0: Lake so. Marshall Master Con man.
1: <laughs> right Riley's right, rubbed off me a little bit. So is this just one D one D6? Should be. Unless you've got something to add. I don't
0: Five. To. So six months. So you have one stress left,
1: and that's it. Oh, thank goodness for that. One. I mean,
0: with six stress, there's no way you could overindulge, which is
1: nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's nice, because one, you can deal with quite I Now, harm... I've, I've got ankle and terrified written down here. Yes. Okay. They're
0: two separate harms, so you have to do two separate healing
1: things for them. Okay, well, I will start with the terrified, I think.
0: Okay, 2d6. Uh, 4 and a 1. Pick
1: 4.
0: Pick 4. That is fine. That is only 2 bits out of 4, so you'd have to use another one to try.
1: Okay, uh, I've still got another 2 downtime actions. So. Yep, so if you want I to will. use another
0: one to heal again, go for it. I will.
1: I will. A 6 and a 5. Take a 6.
0: Pick the 6, you are no longer terrified. Congrats.
1: Thank God for that.
0: You basically sip tea until you're no longer terrified. It's like...
1: Mm. Um, let's have a little look at my notes that I took. The last one we did. Is there anything which could be useful to look into? Um, Yeah. Um, mm, I'd like to... Train like a better term. I want to do some more research on our on gas demon.
0: That's not training, so that's I would start a project
1: for you. Okay. Which,
0: what are you looking for?
1: I want to more about them, what's like stories about them. Basically,
3: I want to be more prepared next time I come across them. AKA, how fucked the two of us are because of you? Yes. That
1: thing,
0: yes. <laughs> okay, so for initial details about Argaz, I'll say that's a six-piece clock to get kind of a bio, essentially. Because, you know, he's an old demon, so yes, there's a decent amount of writings about him, but it's separating fact from fiction. Okay, cool. So what do you want this to be, role-wise?
1: Um... I, I guess it would be a study role, wouldn't it?
0: Those are all your options. how you can run, no, yell at ghosts until they tell you the secrets.
1: Well, I, I, I bet I could. I bet could consort with some of the uh, some, some ghosts I know of.
0: I mean, you have one in your pocket.
1: I do, but she's also quite fresh. Recently
0: died and traumatized.
1: Now we've got the time. I feel, especially because it was her body we hid. Um, um, yeah, I think that, like, I would have been, i yeah, just try, my mind gone blank. <laughs> much. Um, definitely going to have to, um,
0: what do you have dots in?
1: Uh, I have dots in study, survey, finesse, attune and consort.
0: You can either attune or consort to get information. Picture whichever one you want. Uh,
1: I will tune.
0: Cool. So, I mean, you have ready access to ghosts at the university, so.
1: Mm. Okay, they either four or three. Take the four. Okay, that's
0: fine. That will fill in two on Argus.
1: Two on Argus, okay.
0: Basically, right now, you know that he is
1: pissed
0: well yes he is several centuries old he's several centuries old he has power over decay and he has a tendency to he has a weird fascination with the human form such that his you can always tell when he's been summoned because the body is always dissected rather than ripped apart it's very neat cuts which matches up with what you saw when Redlow died.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Thank you. You're done.
0: Yep, and that's everyone's downtime. So now you have the crippling problem of, hi, break onto a train.
3: Uh, I, for trying to figure out how to handle this train heist, my Crowley would 100% go to uh, Charholo. Oh that it's called, right? Charholo. Yeah, Charholo and um give the just i would scout that for at least a couple hours to try and figure out how often it's going to come by and such and when our best time to jump on would be okay that's
0: what you're doing riley
2: i'm still i don't know yet still thinking um i'm still thinking for a minute that's
1: fine
0: uh mariella any ideas what you would like to do is this where i could try and get more information about it yeah nice and in that case that's what i'd like to do okay you're gonna go to char hollow and consult with people i guess yes be like hello and tell me your secrets (laughs) tell me everything blake what are you doing
1: um my plan was go to Sharrow Hollow as well. Um, I mean, yeah, it's fair. But I'm I'm going there to um, talk to as many ghosts and spirits that are in the air, that are around that area, see if it's like if what if they know anything that the mortals wouldn't know because obviously they can, they they've been there for a long time. They may know more about these meetings as well. How easy it is to get onto the train, that sort of thing, like that. All right. Basically, I'm i gonna interrogate
0: the ghosts. Yes. You have anything, Alex, or
2: do you want yeah. to? Do you... Um, I am gonna go see if I can borrow some medical supplies just in case shit goes tits up and we need something to try and help us there and then.
0: All right. So, Blake, I need an attune roll from you. Crowley, I need. I'm guessing you want to hunt.
3: Uh, yeah, I can do hunt or I mean survey. I have a point in it as well, so I'm, I'm gonna Pick with
0: whichever one of those two you want.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt because I have two points in time.
0: Uh Mariella, I need a consort from you, and you'd get an additional dive with your bonus for looking for info about the target anyway. And Riley, prowl probably to nick shit.
2: That's a five on the high.
0: Okay, you get. You only get two lots of painkillers. You only get two lots of cowpole. Only two lots of cowpole, but you do get a crap ton of bandages. But the pharmacist does see you on the way out and is like... It's like, it's the... That cowpole's nearly out of date, you swine! So, you know, it'll run out soon.
2: (laughs) Now, Now I sneak away.
0: Now you sneak away. Like...
1: Uh, crit six.
0: Why is there a thing of Captain? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I seek death.
2: <laughs> crit six.
0: I didn't see that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we all scroll up in the chat to see Captain Halfmast. <laughs> the yams, on the yams. After seventh bell, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I, I would a double six.
0: So. I'll come back to you then. To yeah, do to me, your yeah. one. Mariana. Because I got the extra um D6, does that mean I got to roll three of them? Yes. Cool, because I got two fives and a four. Take the fives. So success of the complication. Uh you kind of you weave your way around. You actually spend a decent amount of time in in Kellen's pub which you heard mentioned last time which is the massive pub in Char that has basically everyone in it so you see a lot of your acquaintances and contacts from the rich lot poor lot, to the servants, to the council or like minor council, not like city council and they all come over and say hello the main bit you grasp is the train doesn't stop here It's it doesn't really stop anywhere until the meeting is over but it tends to slow down and goes at about a fast carriage speed past here for about five minutes
2: roughly every hour
0: so you have several opportunities to get on as it were okay also um if i'm reading this rightly it it says you get plus 1d to the engagement roll as well using that. Yeah. Now we'll set a dice aside for that. So we already have... You'd already be up to two because you get one full up. Uh, Crowley. What up?
3: Uh, yeah, don't worry. Crowley's here to fuck things up with his terrible dice rolls. Uh, I rolled a one and a three on the die, but I do have the scout ability. So I do get a plus one to an effect when gathering information to discover uh, like a target or location of a target. And I would argue that I am trying to target the location where we should jump on the train.
0: So you have a failure, but you have a slightly less bad failure.
3: Exactly, I have a four.
0: No, that's not, we've been over this. You don't get a four. It's plus one to the effect. So So instead of risky, it's controlled.
3: It's a three failure, now it's a four failure.
0: No. (laughs) Instead of a three risky, it's now a three controlled. Come at me.
3: All right, I I don't control anything there. I just, I argue what I can.
0: And then I'll shed when it doesn't happen.
3: It doesn't usually work out so well in this game.
0: Not when it's B. When it's Matt, you can probably be like, please, Matt, please, sir. Be nice to me, sir. And it's me. I'm just like, no. Only suffering. It's in the brand. Uh, you, you find the railroad track and you're like, yes, this is it. This is where we get on. And then you realize it's... You get to the end of the railroad track. And by the end, I mean, literally, you. you it ends in the middle this this one hasn't been used for like 20 years and you just kind of stood on this rust covered railroad track like ah shit fuck thankfully you don't step into an anywhere you're not allowed to be which is what would have happened if you hadn't got your added effect so circle of life you
3: No, know, better lucky than good it's my mother always told me
0: my mother was always like shut the door you keep letting the heat out (laughs) all hail mamarazzi maniac she is if you're listening to this mum I love you (laughs) Ah. Blake you with your crit sixes and your ghosty talky twos yes you kind of wander down the railroad track very much trying to be aware of the fact that the train could go past at any moment so you don't get hit by a train. (laughs) You kind of connect and you go into your spooky vision. And there is, there there are quite a few ghosts around here. Most of them look like they were people either hit by a train, thrown under a train, or tied to the tracks and the train ran them over. So, you know, all in various states of shattered bones and things, and you're like, hmm, this is fun. But Sat kind of just next to the signal, the signal lever is a, he looks in his late 50s. It's kind of hard to tell in this black and white vision, as it were, but he's kind of, he looks like a railroad worker. He's got kind of the garb and kind of the coal stains like the calloused hands he's kind of leaning he is rocking back and forth slightly so he might have snapped what do you say to him
1: good day
0: good morning good evening good afternoon
1: how are you i'm dead are you dead? Is that why you're talking to me? I'm I'm not dead. No, I just can talk to. Oh, me. that's nice. I can just talk to me who, people who are. Um, I, I feel like you need to get out more. If your option is to talk to dead people instead of living people, Oh I talk to living people as well. I'm just looking to. I I try and help people who are passed on where possible. Um, are if you? We're a, dead.
0: We don't have money to give you. It's not really a job, is it? We don't get paid for it is that what
1: jobs are for? To get money for goods and services? I... some jobs, but some jobs you do because you just like doing them. I like to help people.
0: But I you the only person in Asylum that likes to help people for the sake of helping people rather than for monetary gain. I like helping spirits
1: for, you know, that sort of thing. Now, I need help. I need some help with something. Could you help me?
0: Probably. It depends on what you're asking. If you're asking for, like, I don't know, how to swim in the ocean, I don't know.
1: No. I've got Many questions. Cause
0: I've never seen the ocean.
1: No. I've got questions regarding a train that comes through here.
0: Oh, lots of trains come through here. They go clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety
1: clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, with respect, where are my I'm. My, my, my name is Blake. I'm a professor. What's your name?
0: My name. My name. You want to know my name? My name. My name. My name. My name. name. People call me Obi. Obi. Obadiah.
1: Obadiah. Okay. Obadiah.
0: Obadiah Strongford. The people just call me Obi. Or they call me OBS. Seems to be some weird joke about recording, but I don't understand it. Why would you write down my name? (laughs) My cats are looking at me like, Caitlin, why are you rocking back and forth?
1: Well, Obi... Um, it's a pleasure to meet you, um, this, this, this particular train that I'm looking, I need some help with, is one which has, um, gatherings on every two months or so.
0: There are a couple of ones that fit that bill, because a lot of the gang leaders do the same thing, where they all, like, have meetings on trains. So exactly. if you know the name of If you know the name of it, I can tell you. I should be able to tell you, but, I mean, a lot of the trains look the same, because they all have, like, the armoured outsides on some of the carriages
1: didn't write it down did you tell me gm yes i did Damn mean why did i not hear that one <laughs> can you remind me
0: maybe one of the voices from the sky could tell you what it was
1: all right if
0: any of the others remember to write it down or not
1: we're drawing a train it's super you didn't write the name between down
2: i i wrote down crime juju
3: Please play me when you wrote no, you write
1: down the name of the train!
3: I wrote down Char Hollow. It wasn't important what the name of the train was. I thought other people would scout that. I just was trying to figure out where to get on the fucking train. <laughs>
1: I took you to write it down over. Okay, I know we're not doing thing but flashback to the point where-, where Flashback I'll... of
2: what the fucking train's
0: called. <laughs> yes.
1: Did you get it, Mariella? Oh.
0: Sigh down the train. Have I taught you lot nothing over the last two years. No.
2: I always take notes in this game, but I just forgot to write down the train's name.
0: Yeah, I forgot to. I don't know how. Rule one of if Caitlin's in the chair, you write shit down.
3: I, as I said, as I try to stay in character and Crowley was like, I have one job, figure out where to get on this train.
0: You didn't think knowing the name of the train would be helpful to figuring out where to get on said train?
3: No, of course not. I don't need to know the name of the train. I just need to find the spot where the trains slow down the most. Several like...
0: trains go through this point. You could have just gotten on any random fucking train.
3: Yes, but I'm just scouting the spot where the trains slow down the most, which is clearly what happens here in Char Hollow. Because there must you be a weird turn in the track.
1: IQ.
0: Flashback, it's called it's called the smoke screen.
1: Smokescreen. Thank you.
0: You can have that for free, because I'm not that mean to make you have stress for that.
1: They okay, back in the present, Blake, it's like a light bulb going on. It's called the smoke screen.
0: Oh yeah, I, I, I know I know the smoke screen. Well, that's been through a couple times today already. It must be having a really long meeting because sometimes that takes like two hours and then sometimes it takes like 20 hours. It's very odd, but it still goes clickety clack clickity clack clickety clack clickety
1: clack clickety clack clickety clack clickety clack clack I get the clicky-clack part. Um... Yeah. Um, now... Is there any- have you you ever been on that train at any point? Have you- look, I know that, obviously, as a a spirit, you can, like, move through things. Not run over by it! Oh, is that what killed you?
0: I think so. I know a train squished me. I don't know whether it was that one. You realise it doesn't have any legs.
1: Oh! So it's just hovering, is it?
0: Well, because he was like sat down on the ground and kind of rocking back and forth, you didn't notice that like below his knees is
1: nothing. Oh dear. Oof, my condolences. It's
0: fine. I'm uh, a ghost. I don't need legs. Maybe not. Legs maybe. are for the living. Yes. I can just float through shit.
1: Hmm. Indeed. Um. Well. We- I need to get on that train.
0: Well, I mean, there's. Every train has to, every big train like that has some entry points at the back and at the front. You can't really get on in the middle because it's all armoured and shit, but like, by the engine room at the front or by like the luggage carriage at the back tends to be entry points or like steps. Which
1: would you it's recommend? it's like where the
0: conductor gets off at the stops.
1: Which would you recommend? Because that that train isn't going to stop, obviously.
0: Ah, uh, I mean... Because you got a crit, uh... Personally, I'd go for the front, because, like, they're going to be looking for people getting on the back of the train, because that's... Then you'd have to go through, like, the security and shit to get to the point you want to go to. Plus, at the front of the train, it's all, like, staff, so people who are there are meant to be there already.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, Do you know... Do you know what the staff you're wearing on this uniform? Clothes! Pun. Clothes! What, any idea what kind of style, or...? I don't
0: know, I died! I see everything in black and white, so I have no idea whether it's that, a particular colour or quite. style.
1: I don't know if it was like 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 a tuxedo sort of deal, or...? I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. I just,
0: I just sit by the trains and listen, them, listen to them go clickety-clack, clickety-clack, that's clickety-clack, quite. clickety-clack, but clickety-clack,
1: I, clickety-clack, get, clickety-clack, the, I, clickety-clack I get the clickety-clack part. I have a question. Have one he looks thing. sad, though. I have one more question for you, Obi. It's quite an important one, actually. Would you like a day out? Where? Well, we'd like to come with me. And and, and you can go on the train and actually have a, a trip for a bit. But if I'm in a bottle, then I'm not on the train, am I? I'm just in a bottle. I will be letting you out of the bottle on the train.
0: But if the train comes through here, I can just float and be on the train. Yeah, I... you.
1: I get that. I just like. There's also a lovely lady that I need some help with who's.
0: Are you kidnapping people?
1: No. Putting them in bottles? No, no, not kidnapping at all. Not not kidnapping at all. But. The lady who was murdered recently, and she. And she's not used to being dead yet. Maybe you can help her with that a little bit. No. No.
0: I like sitting by the trains and listening to go clickety clack. Why would I help you with some random person? I don't know.
1: Because you're a nice person? A nice spirit? No. I died like 40 years ago. No, you you still, you're still, you're still a, bit a nice person. I'm definitely not. Mm. I got run over by a train. Okay. I, I don't ca- just
0: stick random nice people in front of a train to get run over.
1: Mm. I catch the spirit.
0: Alright. Uh... I guess a tune. I know you can't ride your crit for this.
1: No, but a six and a three.
0: Okay, you capture Obi. Okay. But every so often from your bag, you just take clickety-clack, (laughs) clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Okay. In bottle. Okay.
0: Every so often, I'm going to roll to see whether he says it or not. And they guarantee at some point during like a tense stealth bay he's just going to go clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay uh, I've got everything I need, I'm going to uh, return to, well babe am all, all here, I'm going to track down one of the others and just like let give you information about the front of a train etc
0: you all meet up in the Kellan's pub because Mariella has gotten a booth, and like several people have given her free drinks, and she's just there like, <laughs> kneel before me, peasants. <laughs> it's the good wine as well. It's not the shit wine. It's the good one. And everyone collects with their piles of medical supplies, slightly downtrodden look, at failing a weird thing in his bag, going clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> What in the world is that? Clickety-clack,
1: clickety-clack, clickety-clack. I shake the bag I'm like, <sighs> Let's just
0: say that...
1: let's just say that this one's a little bit chatty. Um, I found out to get He put on- me in a bottle! I didn't want to go! Anyway... <sighs> I put my bag out of the table and kick it under, right. Ow! <laughs> yeah, I found out from spirits that apparently the best place to get on the train is at the front because they'll be looking at the back.
0: Okay, that's a good start.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm thinking that if we do that, maybe we could procure some kind of disguise. I don't know what they're wearing on there. That they that they got these spirit didn't have any ideas about what they were wearing. I'm thinking. So oh, they... don't
0: spy on people's clothes, you creep. You realise you really should have tightened the lid a bit more.
1: <laughs> I um. Uh, we should we should prop- do you think the um this guy's thing holds much weight?
0: Let's not rule it out completely for now.
1: I'm thinking that it's something we maybe could do, but yes. Absolutely. How did you? Where did you get on?
3: is just drinking. He been, he's just very annoyed, and it is just drank the drink in front of him, and it is now looking at Marielle like, "Are you going to drink that one?"
0: Yes, I am. Fine.
3: And then I'm gonna like try and wave down any waitress slash uh, waiter or bartender or anyone who and like anything, anything. I didn't find anything. All right, I don't want to talk about it. Didn't go well.
0: Someone just pour straight whiskey into your glass.
3: Thank you. Just down the hatch.
2: Riley? Some medical supplies,
3: as I didn't see a point
2: of us all being on the track. So we got some backup just in case some of us get hurt. Good, good.
0: Well, I have good news and I have bad news. The bad news is the train doesn't stop, like at all. But it does slow down. And it would go slow enough for us to abort it. It seems to come round on the hour, so we have several chances to get on, but I suggest we get a move on with it.
1: Yeah, the spirit said that they actually can last, they've lasted from two hours to up to 20 hours. It's only gone past twice today already.
0: Carlisle mm. and Pickett said you had about 14 hours, and that was about two hours ago. Oh, i have to go. Seems like a lot of time, but it's surprising how quickly it runs away
3: from you. Hmm. Are we all going to jump onto this moving train?
1: It's a fantastic question. Well, do we all need to be on there, or do we... Because Is... bear in mind, getting on one thing, but you're also going to get off it.
2: That's easy, that part. Just
1: Without breaking your neck, Riley. Just go to uh, roll. It's fine.
2: How
0: do
1: you
3: would, jump? <laughs> next, we probably first. have to wait till it comes back around to where we would jump on. I mean, to jump off a fast-moving train, I, I don't like to side with professor, with the professor, but he is right on this one. I'm not jumping off that train if it's up to full speed. I've meant, spent many years, and I'm not breaking a fucking hip.
0: I assumed we were waiting until it slowed down anyway. I was just curious as to how the professor would jump out of a slower train
1: and break Look, his neck. In, in any case, we may not have a choice about when to jump off the train, is what I'm saying. If it goes. Which is, why,
2: hmm, which is why less people on the train might be better.
1: Hmm, so, so, what are we thinking? Are we thinking we'd put you on a ride we also have and keep drinking wine? We could
2: do that. Really I never would have thought of
3: that. Yeah, just giving you the most dead
0: Why are you going onto the train?
3: I got Trent. Once you've it.
0: dealt with Trent, what then? What's Trent's goal?
3: To kill all the people on the... Take, take over the gangs. So, so gang if
0: or. you stop Trent? You've saved those people. Do you really need to get off the train?
1: True. But at the same time...
0: I do know, unless you kill them all yourselves and take over fucking Crow's Foot. That seems like it something is also true.
3: our word. It, it is also his word against ours. No, they already know. Two of the... Two of the three gangs are already against Trent. They know that this fucker is against them. It's not just our word versus his. His word means nothing. I'm certainly... I mean... If we're,
1: not, if we're all getting on the train, that's great. Maybe we should have two from front, two from back about the case for that. But... If we don't all get on the
3: train, who should go on the train? I'm, I'm more concerned about Trent's plan. On how he's going to take out all of these gang leaders at once on a train that never stops. Trent would most likely, in some way, have to be destroying this train. There's no other way. Trent, by himself, can't take out all of these people. They are with them and two bodyguards. That is at least 12 people right there. Trent might have be in league with, it's just clearly us right now, right? Yep. Yeah. Blake and I know that Trent is most likely in league with the demon. What was his name, Professor? on. Argaz. Argaz. He literally sacrificed his lover and fiancé, it seems, to this demon to get him on his side. So this Trent is not fucking around. So my concern is that this train could just be going to be blown to shit.
2: Is there any bridges on that route? Or tunnels? No, it's kind no of cliche, but
0: solace.
2: no, it's kind of cliche, but train falling off the bridge.
0: None of the bridges are long enough, because right. it doesn't go. If it went across to the very rich part of town, then yes, there is a big bridge. But the rest of them are too small between islands.
1: A simple derailment would be enough, right?
3: If it did, did it the right place. That wouldn't guarantee the death of all of the gang leaders. And for Trent's plan to work, he will need to make sure that all of them are dead all at once. If any of them survive, then his plan is kaput. Because he would not be able to fill the power gap. If one piece of power remains, his plan means nothing. He has to make sure that all of them are dead. Thinking, what about viper or... That's explosive, isn't it?
0: Leviathan blood is highly explosive if not handled
1: correctly. I think, well, if you prepared to kill his lover... ...for a demon, then... ...I think that he would be more than willing to blow a train up with that stuff.
0: But wasn't attempting to blow the train up, also put him at risk.
2: What hmm. about this pact with the demon? It might protect him from that sort of thing. It's just
0: there tr- are ways of taking people out that don't involve explosives. It's quite, it's quite probable to take out a whole room of people without a single thing going boom.
1: I mean, I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy to help with whatever here. Yeah, Too fair? I'm. I will follow you guys lead. I mean, we know that meeting was in the middle
3: for train. So either way, we're going to have to make way through. Once again, this is just the military background coming up. If this Trent, once again, is willing, he left his plans bare to be found. His arrogance is terrifying. He clearly knows something that none of us do, or they don't know. I'm more worried about all of our safety in this situation. You don't... In this situation of a military coup, you don't leave these kinds of plans just lying about like this Trent clearly did. He knows something that none of the rest of us know, and I don't know if it is this pact with the demon or what. But we are way in over our heads here, folks. I've I've got a mad
1: idea, Crowley. You know me, I'm always I'm always one for ideas, you know that. Um Trent is on this train right now. Obviously. His house is sitting empty. Can we get Ryder to break in,
3: Draken, or we can
1: we can, can, can ransack the whole place?
3: I mean the Pike or Pickens or Pickett and Carlisle already ransacked his house. That's yeah. where they found these plans. They t- tore apart they told they said they tore apart his office already. You and I were in the house. Yes, yes, Crowley, but the fact maybe is
1: that they didn't know about the demon. We do. There, there may be stuff there that they weren't looking for because they didn't know about it.
3: That is fair, Professor. We still have to stop Trent on the train now.
1: This is true, this is true. End of the day, I'm not much going for fighting. Yeah, that, so that'd be one of you guys, probably. Probably you, Crowley. Riley, how was your back? Well, stopped.
2: Just a night just idea. Yeah. Do we 100% know that Trent is the one behind us, or could he possibly- ju- could these poss- people possibly be trying to stab-, stab us in the back? Blame us for something bigger?
1: You think he's a puppet?
2: Possibly, or he's a false target made up by them. I don't know. It just seems...
1: Too easy? Convenient.
2: I don't, I don't know, this is all just we're as Crowley said, we're away in our over our heads with this. I, I Seems
0: will like say it's thrown together by a madman in the sky.
3: I will say we weren't sent after Trent originally by either Pickett or Carlisle. They have no idea that we know anything about Trent. So for them to be setting us up in this way would be some serious 6D chess against everyone else's 4D chess. So, not that I don't think these gangs are intelligent, but I don't think that they're smart enough to set this kind of big master plan against us up without us even knowing that we know Trent in the slightest. Hmm.
2: Maybe you guys were followed when you went to, when you found Trent. Maybe that's why they've got us in on it.
1: We were pretty careful. The guards.
2: Let's be honest, Blake, you're not that easy to follow. You're, you're easy enough to follow.
0: You did hold a book upside down.
1: Thanks, think <laughs>
0: I mean they can't hear me I'm just a voice in the sky reminding you of your sins.
1: Yes. So any uh So who's getting who's getting on the train? We need to decide that now because we time is time
3: is passing. No matter what I think that uh, Mariella and I should get on the train. Mariella can deal with anyone hopefully socially. That would be a problem and I can clearly back her up in any situation. Right, so what I step will need
0: to be here for is the fact the flashback mechanic. So theoretically, when we start the heist, you can all get on the train and then you can call flashbacks to say, Yeah, we went and looked at the documents. Yeah, we went to look into this. That is an option, so you don't need to plan every step out right now.
3: Okay. Uh, everyone's getting says.
1: on the train!
0: <laughs> I'd prefer if you did. We can do a second thing, but the second group's gonna be really fucking bored otherwise.
2: Choo-choo! to the train from 500 miles away. Okay. we were there. We
0: don't have message, so you can't just text them what you find.
2: See, this this would be a lovely point where we could just cast fireball on the inside of the train.
0: Hold on, you killed every gang member, you fucking moron. That's what we're trying to prevent, <laughs> Riley. No.
2: What's your point, person within fireball
3: distance?
0: I'm God. That's my point.
3: So did Mariella get, like, so we know it slows down at this spot, and then press Blake so we should jump on at the front?
0: Yeah. And you know it comes on the hour.
3: Is, is that enough, guys? Do we have enough? I think we're enough to get
1: on the train. We just need to make sure we all get on it safely.
0: I feel like we could sit here all day pushing things around, the what-ifs and what if we did this and what if we did that. We're not going to get anywhere. We just got to go for it and hope for the best.
2: Should we possibly split? Put two on the front, two on the back. Other than that, we're all in one area if we're spotted.
3: Um, might work. Um, I. No. Have- I don't, but once again, we are welcomed on the train by these gang leaders. They said they would strong-arm and talk to the other two gang leaders. Two of the gang leaders know we are supposed to be there. I don't know. We don't know where Trent will be, and us splitting apart only seems to weaken our position if we're it, me, going against I'll a force clar- that, Let me clarify. That
0: gang leaders don't know you're coming. It's the second-in-commands that came to talk to you. The gang leaders were in, a meet- in the meeting already by the time they found out this information. But, both the lamp Blacks and the Red Sashes know that Trent's gone rogue. But because you're a neutral party in this gang war, you being on the train will not be taken as an act of aggression. Which is why they sent you, rather than go themselves.
3: Thank you for the clarification. Okay, with that, then fine. If you all want to split up, we can split up. It's up to you. you I thought
1: a... could work, but... all oh, the front might work as well. I'm, just, I'm not quite sure. marielle you're... you seem to have the wisest head out of us. Which... So yeah what do you what do you what would you prefer
0: I'd suggest maybe splitting up isn't the best option
1: okay we you also but that
0: I will go with whatever you all decide okay it sounds like we're all going on the front of the train yeah
1: sure.
0: which means in order to do the engagement roll I need to know one thing how? Because you need, in order to jump onto this moving train, you're going to need to match its speed somehow. And if you're all going, that means you need someone to drive you.
1: Could we go on Hoxley?
0: You can't all fit on Hoxley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe, could Hoxley maybe? You know those sort of, like, things which which used, like, to pump in the old days on, on the um on the train tracks?
0: Yes, but those would be either behind or in front of the train and everyone would be able to see you.
1: <laughs>
0: That's true. Hoxley can drive you. That is an option that I didn't write down. But...
1: Yes. I think you have to take him... Do
0: you want, like... Are you wanting him to do, like, horse and cart? Are you wanting to, like, jump from a high place?
1: We could jump. Is there any bridges that go across the train?
0: There are no bridges that go above the train, though.
1: Is the uh, uh, station? Is there, a, is there a roof station? But they go anywhere near? Yes, is it, there is a roof. Uh, you can jump from a roof onto the top of the train. It's, it's it's the option I've got in my head, which doesn't involve putting anyone else. At risk, like a better term. Just ask full.
0: I mean, the benefit is if the engagement go- roll goes well, I don't even have to ask you to roll to jump from the roof to the train, because it just happens.
3: Take it.
0: You might <laughs> a good idea. Makes no okay, we're, ye- we're yeeting ourselves Assassin's Creed style. Off, off a train. Oh, no, on a train. Off a trains later
3: a uh, little Red Dead Redemption 2.
0: Little Red Dead 2, little Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Little dear god, what's happening in my life? Okay, I'm gonna start a clock called Trent's
1: plan. I hope Alex is alright with his plan. <laughs> <laughs> Alex doesn't get a choice. Too late now. I did put it past the office the like, day first. <laughs> while he was in, while he was in the outhouse, what is going on?
0: he's like I need to pee and also change these bandages okay well engagement roll one for luck one for mariella's intelligence gathering is this bold or daring fucking yes (laughs) fuck yeah Oh, does it inspo- expose the vulnerability? I mean, no.
3: <laughs> I mean, Train's if we can jump idiot. from a roof to the train, that seems like a vulnerability on a train that doesn't stop. I mean, I don't know.
0: I don't think they'd expect any idiots to hurl themselves onto the train.
3: <laughs> hey, that's you gotta expect anything. That's security 101.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Contacts, enemies, or rivals. Uh, I would give you one for contacts providing aid, but I'd also make you lose one because the target is very strong against this approach, so it balances out. Fair. So, three. (laughs) Please, dice.
3: Please. It's not a lot.
0: Hey, and blades, that's You're literally getting, like, an extra 50% every time. Ah, the dice are in your favor today, but only just. Because we have a one, a three, and a six. Heyo! Thank god. I saw the one and the three first, and I was like, well, shit. (laughs) If you hadn't had Mariella, you'd be fucked. But we have Mariela, so that's fine we have our pimp we have the pimp marielsa kills <laughs> her skirts ready to jump the six means that you are in a controlled position when this house begins in a very cinematic move you all yeet yourselves it's basically like that bit from divergent where you all hurl yourselves off a train onto a very tall building but in this case it's in reverse you jump from a very tall building onto a train there's that moment where you're all suspended in midair and like the camera slows and it's like dramatic music plays. I don't know. Caitlin, find something dramatic. I probably won't, because this isn't cinematic, so I can't like there's a future Cadence problem. So many things are future Cadence problem. I really need to stop putting things on their shoulders. Oh no. You all kind of fly, Mariella is surprisingly like Skirts in place, very prim and proper as she goes. Blake is flailing slightly, but sticks the landing spot on. Crowley looks like he does this every fucking day. But there is a slight expression of, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And Riley, Riley like grab latches onto, Riley jumps first and latches onto the door at the front of the train that goes into the engine room kind of swings it open nearly gets yeeted out <laughs> yeeted out the train as they swing but hey flings on and you all clamber into the engine room which is bloody boiling because it's a train like it is run on it is run on leviathan oil and but it's like a very careful it's like one guy there with massive mittens on massive oven mitts on pouring like this big beaker of leviathan blood like bit by bit into this giant furnace another guy's driving and another guy's kind of watching the temperatures and then they all kind of turn when the door opens and they're like we ain't got no money on here
3: we're not here for you don't don't worry just keep on keeping on we're we're just moving through yeah popping through parking through don't, don't mind us
0: who passes through the front of a fucking train <laughs> We missed our stop, so...
1: Yes. So, uh, we had to improvise. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. about your business.
0: <laughs> they all kind of look at each other and are like, Hey, I don't get paid enough for this. And carry on. And then, if one of them turns round and is like, I prefer if you get out of the engine room just so we don't, like, spill Leviathan oil on you or something. Because I'll Absolutely. get sued the Kingdom Come. Absolutely, we're going now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and you That's won't leave the room.
1: <laughs> I, f- I mary Maria. I helped solve uh...
0: Yeah, they don't fucking question you. I literally rolled, and they were like one, and I'm like, well, no. It's that thing of where you don't want to initiate a hostile conversation, so they're like me. Oh, awkward. Awkward train.
3: They literally don't get paid enough to deal with somebody climbing on the front of a train.
0: Now that you're not there to rob them, they don't really care. So you kind of step out of that room and it's immediately like 10 10 degrees colder and you are very appreciative of it. It doesn't stink (laughs) of burning oil. And you are in, it's the sleeping quarters. It's what it is you are there's about six kind of cabins have any of you seen murder on the orient express it's that kind of layout where these like slidey doors into oh. cabins yeah.
3: not the whole best, but not quite yeah, yeah similar style older train
0: older train so slidey doors rather than like glass
3: yeah uh can we see how many doors there are
0: There are six. One of them looks more like a conductor's cabin, it's a bit skinnier, so not as nice. Uh, They're all shut right now, but...
3: What time of day is it right now?
0: Right now, it is about third bell in the afternoon.
3: Uh, With that, I'll draw one of my pistols. And I will look at uh, Mariella. Well, I—I I don't know. Should we check every one of these? We—we we don't even know. We just know we're looking for Trent.
1: Mm.
0: Maybe if we just slide the doors open, <laughs> just the tiniest bit. Keekaboo!
2: <laughs> Here's
0: Mariella. Ah! <laughs> Mariella, no. Mariela gets an axe, then it's just like... (laughs) Here's the Red Queen! (laughs) Just kick people's doors and scream off of their heads. (laughs) Why not? I mean, they're all off their heads right now.
3: (laughs) I want to cover Mariella, whatever she does choose to do. Just make sure that if someone does come at her right away, I will be able to fire on them.
0: Or Mariella, like, edges up to the first door and in quite a deft movement just kind of pushes it and it slides open and you pull your pistol and it's an empty room <laughs> with a duffel bag sat on the bed. Is there a name on the bag? No, it's a generic black duffel bag.
1: Ugh.
3: I definitely want to check that out though. Okay. If it's generic in a black bag, it's just sitting on someone's bed, that seems like an odd choice.
0: You kind of dig through the bag, and obviously there's a couple knives in it. There's a pair of pistols. There's some sort of ledger book that's written in a code you don't know. And there's some spare clothes in case this meeting goes long. And a packet of mints. Because whoever this is likes bin.
3: Uh I don't steal anything. I just closed the bag back up and was. I'll look at the other ones. I I just wanted to make sure it wasn't explosives or Leviathan blood or something of that nature.
1: Smart move. Smart move. Um.
0: Congrats, you rummaged through someone's underwear.
1: <laughs> is it worth looking to see if any of Trent's um?
0: Okay, in I assumed we were going to methodically search each room.
3: Right. You I should think so.
0: The, the next one. Same approach. Oh, geek. <laughs> if I can. Uh, in this room that is, it's a bit more unpacked. It's someone's kind of laid out some clothes on the bed, there's like a nice shirt and trousers. There's a book on, this, on the side table. There's kind of like a... You know like those hiking bags, are like the big ones on the back? Mm. It's one of those, kind of perched to the side with the top open. And you can see like a spare pair of socks and like... some sort of purse and things sticking out. I should buy a pair of socks like that. <laughs> mariella makes notes My so i like socks i like these socks socks are nice i will ask them where they got them as long as they don't turn out to be trent in that case i will take them <laughs> i will come back later and steal your socks would you like to search the bag or the room or the book or whatever i would like to be nosy and look in the bag okay pass the <laughs> socks <laughs> Marilyn delicately places the socks down like they are a holy object. (laughs) Everyone is mildly confused. Uh, There's a few weapons in here as well. There's a bunch of like shipping documents all with the stamp of the hive at the top. So you're guessing Hmm. this is probably Jira's cabin who's the current leader of the hive. It's probably a good idea to put everything back then. There's nothing inherently suspicious in there. There's, like, stamps and paperwork and clothes, and... Does she have any treats in there? She has a half-eaten bar of chocolate in there. Huh. It looks like she's, like, bitten off half of it in, in a stressed mood, and has saved the rest for later when this stress suffering ends. Ah, relatable. <laughs> Cabin 3? Awesome. <laughs> Same again. This room is completely empty. Okay. Bed isn't made. Nothing on there. No backpacks or anything. Nothing on the side tables. Anything under the bed? Not that you can see. The window's open, but that's about it. Hmm. I will shut the window.
3: <laughs> Before we shut it. Very other
0: conserving heat. <laughs>
3: Can I look out the window, make sure there's nothing outside the window?
0: Yeah, give me a survey roll to see if you spot anything weird.
3: Alright, I got one dot in that, so I just get to roll one die, right? Yep. Ugh, oh, that die's going away. That's a one.
0: It is a very nice window. You look very handsome today in the reflection.
3: Son of a beach. You're a very a pretty, pretty man. boy.
0: You just say, like, yes, I did my hair well today.
3: Uh, Nailed it. Nailed it.
0: I would just in around crackly and shut the window. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, or anything else in here? You know we're doing this one by one. (laughs) Yep, I'd guess so. Cabin number four, please. Drum roll. There, there are a pair of oh, very nice swords leaning against the bedside table. There's like a couple whetstones. There's what look like exercise clothes kind of laid out, like training gear laid out, and like a little pocket mirror, <laughs> and an apple.
3: Do they have a bag or anything in this room
0: not really hmm. you think this whoever this person is likes firstly to travel light and will keep anything that can't be packed away with them
3: I look at the swords and I look back to Mariella. I would guarantee this is the leader of the sashes no one else gives this many fucks about a stupid sword
0: yeah, this. You think this is lover's room? It's a fair assessment.
3: Also, <laughs> I would have suspected they might be the one involved, but there doesn't seem to be any records or anything. Since it is their man who has gone rogue, supposedly. Hmm.
0: Are you assisting in this at all, Blake, or are you just watching these two rummage through people's belongings?
1: I'm not I'm not so much with the, uh, in this air expertise, to be brutally honest. I mean, yes? I might try an attune, see if any ghosts are actually haunting the train in general. Uh, give
0: me an attune roll. You'll say you're in a risky position. A five and
1: a four.
0: You get a splitting headache. Mm. There's some kind of ghost field around this train. Probably to stop people from setting spirits on each other and tearing each other limb from limb, you know. Everything okay, Professor? Uh, What have you done?
1: I tried connecting i tried connecting to the ghost field and guess i'm gonna field to stop the ghost getting in
0: okay well but that, that is good to know Blake's just gonna sit in a dark corner <laughs> for a while
1: yeah yeah he, take, he he puts his he puts a pair of dark glasses on quickly and pulls the tricorn hat down so
0: okay, Blake's over like <laughs> goes to sit in a dark corner whilst Crowley and Mariella play like I don't know border control or something. They're, <laughs> <bags>. <laughs> They're looking for contraband right now.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: uh Room number five, please.
3: Yes, Cabin.
0: <laughs> Fifth Gabbot. And you You open the door of this one and. Ah, what do you see? What this one looks like someone's been living in here. Like hmm. longer term. More than just today. There's kind of, there were like several sets of clothes. Several additional weapons. Kind of scribbles on bits of paper in a code you don't understand. There's a couple maps of crow's foot. And a few dirty plates. Yeah. And a punnet of grapes. Because I have grapes here and that's the first thing that came to my head. I take one of the grapes and inspect it. (laughs) It is a grape. It's grape. Doesn't look like it's been tampered with in any way. It looks like a grape. <laughs> I will eat the grape. It's a grape. Well done. Mariella stole a grape. Imagine if Mariella died of poisoning right there. That would've been awkward. Just get her yeah, under the bed, fine. it'll be fine. <laughs> Put her under the rug. <laughs> I we'll see her you on under that later. the rug. What are you talking about? Mariela pokes out, I'm not a (laughs) lump! How dare you! You want to check the last cabin, then?
3: Of course. What? I mean, we've checked five of them. Why do we stop now?
0: I have to watch.
3: Is this the one that sets off the alarm?
0: No, it's just, you know... There's that ongoing clock of Trent's plan that I'm just marking segments off every so often.
3: Oh, son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying how many. Just some have been marked.
3: So that's sixth cabin.
0: (laughs) That's sixth cabin, yeah! It's smaller than the others. It's definitely like a trained staff member, or where, like, you think at the moment it's where the bodyguards all sleep. Like, there's one bodyguard you think has to, like, stand guard outside each room. And then there's one that gets to sleep because there's four, like, bunk, there's like a four poster, four, eh, it's a four stack bunk bed. Whoever's stuck on the top must have it really bad, because it's, like, this much between it and the ceiling. I hope they don't have to pee in the night. I hope they don't have to do anything. Just lie there like like they're in a coffin. Well, that's not horrifying at all. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Whoever's the most annoying can go up there. (laughs) As revenge. There's, like, some coats and things on the various beds. And... Couple pistols kind of lying around. There's a couple sets of cards that are like mid play. So you think the various bodyguards have been playing cards with each other whilst they wait for their bosses to have their meetings. And there's just punnets guys. of alcohol. Not pu- punnets of alcohol. Punnets <clears> of alcohol. Get in the bin, Caitlin. <laughs> I pick up a bunch of alcohol <laughs> by the stem. I mean, isn't grapes just just squishy alcohol? Free alcohol. Pre rate? alcohol. <laughs> or have a pre alcohol. Okay, there's nothing. Tumblers Tumblers here. of alcohol. And not the social network platform. Oh no.
2: <laughs> Is my old Tumblr
0: in there? <laughs> it's mine. I don't want people to know what I ever blogged back in the day. Neither. <laughs> we hide dun, our shame. Dun,
3: dun,
0: dun. We do. So, I assume there's, well, nothing that says Trent in big letters in here. There are no banners that say Trent in big letters, no. Um, He seems like the kind of guy that would just have banners with his own face on them wherever he goes, from what I've heard. Well, you know. Subterfuge, it's not his strong point. How's the headache, Professor?
1: but, oh, that was
3: So
0: after thoroughly investigating everyone's underwear drawers.
3: On to the next car.
0: Welcome to the park. There have been a few, like, members of staff walking past that give you a few odd looks, but they're not really questioning you. Mainly because you're quite intimidating. Right. Bar. So, bar is... I mean, there's a standard... Fucking bar. Wow, King, your descriptions are on point today. Fucking garbage. There's a standard, kind of, 1940s-style setup. There's decent. You can see about 40 different bottles of alcohols. Lots of glasses all in various states of some are being clean some are like stacked nicely lit by fancy lights there's not really any tables in here it's all kind of bar stools slash there's a couple of like plush one plush sofas next to the windows so you can look out at the scenery you know the scenery that is smog because osalis is covered in fucking smog bunch of unfinished drinks a couple staff members just an FYI, I put you because we all kind of went on as we were. I put you all on medium load. So I normally do it. Yeah, because you weren't really hurtling yourself onto a train with like a massive backpack of stuff.
3: I always take a medium load It's probably basically always has the exact same things on it. Uh, bone but... rope, <laughs> guns. Uh, with the staff that's in here, with the bartenders, are any of them giving us like odd stares or anything like that? Or.
0: I mean, all of them are giving you odd stares of why the fuck are you here, but they're not like nervous stares.
3: Uh, I'm gonna put smile. my. I'm gonna put my pistol away for a second and go. Have any of you seen. Uh... I guess a red sash who wasn't the ones who were supposed to be here.
0: They kind of glanced at each other. There's four of them in the room. And this balding man, like, replies. He's like, well, I don't think so. There were the two red sashes who were there as bodyguards. And there was obviously Valera. But there's been no one else in a red sash uniform. Were we given like a physical description of Trent? Rowley and Blake, you know what Trent looks like. Yeah,
1: I just, I, I just, I give a basic description of of Trent to the balding man. You sure?
0: What is that description, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That one's all on you man i was looking at an ear and dealing with a cat i came into that situation far late in the situation
1: well my memory of him mainly is naked um never floats your boat Matt. <laughs> um
0: the most key bit of of trent that you two would remember is the fact that he has a tattoo under his eye of some sort of circular rune.
1: Yes. I yeah I, I just I used to say rune, yes, a circular rune underneath your eye. If you have enough fine, but if you have to Well I
0: don't think so.
1: Okay. Well thank you.
0: I, I only work in this car so if okay, so you needed another car i wouldn't know Doesn't come from here
1: though that's good that's good what are you like safety inspectors something along those lines yes um it's a very suspicious sentence look to, to be fair we're looking for something because we're from postcode lottery and we
3: <laughs> i literally grabbed blake by the back of his shirt and just start dragging him towards the next part without a word to anyone else I just grab him by the back yeah, of his shirt that's, as... that's
0: done, that's happening just no <laughs> that's what, was what I was going to do I was just going to kick him in the shin like Stop. no no <laughs> all four of the various staff members are looking at you like eh? Yeah, this is normal don't mind them <laughs> one of those academic sorts i see <laughs> a little yes. bit yes <laughs> absolutely and i will follow <laughs> anything else you want to do in here or are you just going straight into the next room
1: mm. i feel as much as I, nothing as I want to do
3: in here anyway
0: not that i think this Right. I'm,
3: dr- I'm dragging them to the next car, so I'm fine.
0: You want to do anything, Riley? Or are you just following them, rolling your eyes profusely?
1: Oh no! Don't drag me right into that! Mm. Following them. Yep. Look how people go in there. So you're just going
0: into the meeting room, are you? I assume we could go around to the meeting room. Well, it's a whole cart. Or, like, carriage. So, you kind of swing open the door.
3: Like, is there a space between carts? Not between the
0: bar and the meeting room. The bar, the meeting room, and the dining car all like squished together. It's just the others that have a route up to the roof.
3: I I think I look at. I I think they don't have a choice. I think we have to just. They're all in danger, whether they like it or not, or believe us. We're going to have to deal with them eventually, right? Is there a window in the door
0: or not? No, because oh, okay. it's a meeting, so that's fine. That's fine. it'd be a bit creepy if you'd just stand there and stare. Unless we go back up and around. Ten second rule, What's happening now. <laughs> if thou does not speak up in time, thou does not get to control the cannon.
1: So we
0: march it through there, what hell's that going to rain down on us?
1: Well, we're neutrals. So that's fine.
0: Yes, but I've, I'm kind of to understand that barging into someone's meeting is not the best idea in the world. And like, yet, what are doing pose... it anyway. <laughs> you barge into the room like, what up, hose. <laughs> Crowley striding ahead with Blake being dragged behind him like a naughty child. Mariella looking sophisticated and Riley looking concerned. And 12 guns are pointed at you.
1: Out of curiosity, what's Riley wearing? Thieves' clothes, I assume.
2: Yeah, my normal gear, I guess.
1: With a slight hole in the shoulder. Okay, so we're 12 on that point at me and Crowley. Okay, thanks. No, you. at all
0: four of you, if you've come Okay. In. One held by every pu- every like, gang member in this room.
3: I will raise my hands up, letting go of. Uh, Professor Blake, you're not here to hurt any of you. We are here to help you. You are all in danger right now.
0: This room is it's literally stripped bare such that no one can use anything in here as a weapon against someone else. So there's a there's like a round table in the middle and four chairs. There's posts at each side of the wall with, like, water. But each gang member has their own jug of water. So they're just, like, vibing. So you think, like, everyone's brought their own food, everyone's brought their own water. So no one can poison each other. But there's each of the bodyguards. So every gang leader here has two bodyguards. One on the left side of the room, one on the right side of the room. They're all stood about three feet away from each other. So it's all like a game of symmetry. And stood up from the table are four individuals. There's Baz. Baz Sobaz is the black leader. He's been in business for a long time. He's kind of a older gentleman. Kind of portly, but definitely looks like he could bench press you without blinking. Has a fairly friendly, open expression and a short hair, fairly cheerful, though he is pointing a pistol directly at Riley's head right now. He's deemed you the most dangerous, apparently. (laughs) Mylara is the leader of the Red Sashes, as you correctly assumed with the swords. She has her hair up in a tight ponytail, has various, like, sword scars across her arms which are laid bare with braces on each arm. She has a simple set of daggers at her hip. It's dressed very formally. More like for a formal duel rather than for a meeting. And is kind of eyeing Mariella with suspicion. And has pulled a gun out from somewhere. You think it was under the table? You're not sure. It wouldn't surprise you. Then... Jera is- has like a proud badge of a bee on her jacket. She is in like a very formal like suit. It's like suit, nice shirt, nice trousers, nice shoes, very much made of money. With the bee logo, with a bunch of paperwork in front of her, and her gun is like a tiny little handgun. So she only really uses it for protection she's that seems to be the only weapon she's brought in with her she is very confident and has very long hair that she's kind of loosely tied back but not she's not expecting to get in a brawl she looks quite zen and then lisa looks lisa is basically the direct opposite lisa is the leader of the crows currently she is the one who is accused of killing rory her old boss she has hair very similar to mine short kind of swept boy boycott kind of vibe has a crooked nose missing two front teeth her jaw looks like it's been broken and reset a bunch of times she's very dark skin and is dressed she has like wrappings around her fists and two pistols One pointed directly at Crowley and the other at her waist and is very much she looks the poorest of the group mainly because she looks like she's just come from a fight all of them are looking at you lot with your hands up, surrendering it's like almost trying to judge who should speak and then Baz who recognises Crowley and Mariella kind of lowers his weapon first and is like it's alright. I know them. They're not associated with any of our gangs. They're, they're running the new Black Lotus ring. of the old Sparkcraft workshop. And you see like it clicks for Jera first and she and her bodyguards lower their weapons. And then Mylera lowers, lowers hers and then Lyce is kind of flicking her head around in pure paranoia before slowly lowering hers. But only really pointing it at the ground rather than putting it away entirely. And my kind of straightens up in a very, very similar to Carlisle in like the military standing pose. It's like, could you kindly explain yourselves?
1: Absolutely. Um, We've come here to help you.
0: It's a very vague statement for invading a very private meeting, sir.
1: As my compatriot said, you are all in danger right now. Lysa.
0: Lysa pops up. It's like... I mean, you could argue we're always in danger. We're leaders of gangs. So you're going to have to elaborate a bit here, mate.
1: Yeah,
3: Crowley, would you mind? Listen, as Baz said, we are not associated with any of you. And also, none of us are dumb enough to intercede in one of your meetings unless there was something afoot. There is a turncoat in the midst of one of your organizations who is trying to kill all of you to sow chaos. We are here to stop that. That is the only reason we are here. We do not wish to intercede in this meeting in any way.
0: Mylaro hears the mention of a turncoat kind of locks eyes with you. It's like... Do you mean Trent?
3: I I did not wish to call out anyone in particular, but as you're the one who said it, yes.
0: What do you mean he's making a big play? Trent's never been the kind of man to go for chaos plays. He tends to... He likes to topple things from within.
3: We have been con- we have been contacted by your second in command, Pickett, and also Carlisle of the Red Sashes to intercede in this matter. We we do not know by what means Trent means to harm all of you and kill all of you at once. We have just been sent to stop it. to
0: do a fortune roll for all four of them. And I'll count their bodyguards monsters. Baz, Mylera, and Jera all look very unsteady on their feet all of a sudden. So do their bodyguards. Lysa looks fine. One of her bodyguards is a bit shaky, but the other one looks confused more than anything. Like Baz outright like has to grip onto his chair to keep his balance. What kind of play do you think he would make?
3: Have you all eaten on this train or drank anything together?
0: Yes. He gestures to the water jugs that everyone has. Our bodyguards fill them up separately, away from each other so we can't poison one another.
3: Stop drinking the water immediately. And where are these filled?
0: Dining car. Next
3: door. I I look at Mariella, Riley, and Professor Blake and immediately head towards the dining car in that situation. Cause obviously if they're all at once going down, something's up with that. Also, the why are the couple They do not drink water. It's very odd, But I don't care. I need to figure out the poisoning situation.
0: You stride into the dining car. Correction. You try to. Can't open the door. You can get the door out. It's one of those, like, there is no way out, out, but there's still two doors between the dining car, and this meeting room. So you open the one out of the meeting room, fine. But the handle on the other one just won't go. It's like someone's locked it from the inside.
3: Is this meant to be sealed? I take out my pistol, and I shoot the fucking lock on the handle. I'm not- I'm not waiting for an answer to that question.
0: (laughs) Okay, you've shot the lock. It's open now. You stride in to- Well, it's a bloodbath. Fuck. There are twelve corpses in here. Arranged in some kind of summoning circle. They've all had their throats lit and had a particular sigil carved on on the palms of their hands, and arranged so they are hand-to-hand. it stinks in here of blood and death and there's a little bit of decay that kind of sits at the back of your throat and all you can really hear is the jingling of cutlery and the plates just kind of jostling slightly as the train goes and there's a quiet humming you can hear from someone
3: as Crowley kicks open the door and sees this absolute bloodbath, has to hold back a second. He's seen some fucked up shit in his time, but this is really, really beyond it. And would, Blake, get yeah. in here?
1: Blake follows, comes in. What's up? Holy shit! <laughs>
0: Everyone resists the urge to vomit profusely. Uh,
3: and I would also like to raise my handgun and try and find the source of this humming, whoever is humming.
1: Can I, um,
3: Very slowly.
1: Can. Do I recognize the circle, What is this? designed to summon, from any of my.
0: It's identical to what you saw for Agrax before.
1: Right. We need to upset this now.
0: It's basically a massive bigger version than what they had for Redlow.
1: We need to upset this now. Now. Now.
0: Okay. Crowley. It's very easy to find the source of the humming. Because there is a skinny, fairly lean, fairly muscular man washing his hands in the side bit of the kitchen just round the corner and he kind of turns when he sees you and his eyes are now grey pits rather than their usual but you can still see the circular tattoo under his eye all his hair's fallen out and there's kind of a permanent twist in his mouth so he looks constantly like he's sneering at you But it is, it is Trent. He kind of turns and he's like, Oh, hi.
3: Oh, just with, like, like full on, like, police style, just pointing the gun at his head with two hands. What in the fuck have you done? Stop this now!
0: Do you not like my art?
3: I swear to God, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but I will blow your head off right now.
1: While that's happening, can I be motioning to Mario and Riley to um, help upset the circle by maybe like splitting the body the parts, as it were, if possible? Break the circle.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say this is this would be a group attune tune roll.
1: If they want to, I, I can't ask I can't make them obviously.
0: Are you helping Break It? Are you going to help Crowley? Are you staring at the horror and wondering where your life went wrong? I have nothing in a tune, so I'm not really sure what I can do.
3: How does a group roll work?
0: Group roll is you all roll. We take whoever's the highest as like the group result but whoever is leading the role, in this case it would be Blake, because he'd be instructing you, would take one stress for every failure.
1: I'll take it. I've got, I've got very little stress. I'll take it. You
3: need as many rolls as you
2: can get on this. You need it. Okay. Alright. I've got no dot, so that's 2d6. Take so the last, you and
0: Mariella we? would be rolling at this advantage. Again, you can take stress and get an extra die, or you can ask me for a Devil's Bargain. I got a six and a four. Take the four.
2: I got a six and a three.
0: Take the three. And a
1: five and a three.
0: Take the five. So not a full success. Blake, you take three stress.
1: Okay. Three stress coming up.
0: You shift, you manage to, you get the body of a fairly kind of frail old woman that you're guessing probably worked like the tea cart that went through the train or something. And you manage to kind of drag her slightly out of sync. But it's very much like the moment these hands cross over with one another, with the runes attached, is they become locked in place. So it's not that you've removed her from the circle, you've kind of... Twisted the circle slightly.
2: Okay. I'm going to take a blade to the arm.
1: I was going to say exactly that.
0: Okay. Mark a blade off your load and I guess give me a... a wreck? A wreck when or a skirmish?
2: I have none in those, so it's taken the low. Um... Yeah, I've got a table low on it.
3: Part of the die.
2: <clears throat> i got two fives.
0: Partial success.
1: Could have gone way worse, Alex, be fair.
0: Riley spends two minutes soaring through this dead woman's arm. <laughs> It doesn't come all the way off because you picked the elbow and the elbow bone's quite hard to get through. So it's just kind of a weird half slab of meat kind of hanging around. It's not very nice, and everyone is extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> Crowley's <laughs> uncomfortable for different reasons.
2: I wish the the connection slowly.
0: Because, you know, Crowley's being smirked at by this grey-eyed fucking Trent thing. Who doesn't seem phased at the idea of you shooting him in the head
3: I Crowley would How's it going back there, everyone? Is that okay
1: Is he over there.
0: Mariella, you do notice Lysa has staggered up next to you. Kind of looks at the scene as like holy fucking shit. Ah, uh, is this a bad time to mention that everyone else is fallen unconscious? I've put I've put them on their side so they don't choke on their tongue, but like I don't know what the fuck's happened. She's kind of dropped the tough accent that she had. and Just kind of talks like this.
1: Yeah. Uh, um what can I do here, what can I do here, what can I do here? I don't know what we we, we can't separate the circle Um You know
0: can... you can't stop it, Crowley.
3: As he says that to me, that's that's it. I shoot Trent in the head right there.
0: You all hear the gunshot, and you all kind of turn to look as Trent's body falls forward. And he kind of pitches into view of the rest of you. Holy shit. You you see the blood kind of pull out from his head, and he's still. And it's all quiet for about ten seconds. And this was a headshot. This was a… he's dead. But he gets back up. In kind of a slow jerking motion as if something's pulling his limbs for him. And that same sneer is still there and those eyes are still there and blood is still pouring from the head wound. As he just kind of looks at you. But the voice isn't his anymore. It's Argaz's. You just hear
3: Why do you try this? Listen here, Argaz. We want no issues with you, and I don't know what this Trent promised you or is giving you, but this this has to stop. Why? Fuck, I don't know why, but it has to stop.
2: You lie and steal
0: why can I not do the same
3: because if you lie and kill and steal these people right now it's gonna result in everybody being killed and dying it will result in more blood than even you can handle Argaz everybody dies why not speed up the process what's the fun in that what's the fun I'm waiting literally Crowley is just still holding the gun like to this loudly. he knows this is the same situation he was in before where this is the second time now Crowley is dealing with a demon and it once again so far over his head he, he worked for the military he killed people it was easy back then flashback
0: <laughs> the present is terrible. Let's go back to the past.
1: Flashback. Whilst we were um, on top of the station, um, waiting to jump on onto the train, I would have slipped into Crowley's pocket I uh, said, "Just in case you need a data on, my demon bane charm and, uh, a, and a bot and two vials of ectoplasm." Okay, mark those
0: off your load. And take two stress. Because that is a very specific flashback.
1: Yep, that's fine. So that's now me up to six stress, but it's worth it. Okay.
0: You now have those, Crowley. Happy Christmas. We return to the terrible, terrible present.
3: Yes. Uh, so. I haven't, I haven't noticed those things. Do I, did I notice at some point? I said I said. I said to you at the time, just in
1: case you need later.
0: Like, he gave them to you with your knowledge. It's just in this panic of initially yeah. shooting Trent, it didn't come to your head until now.
3: Uh, right. Uh, holding the handgun still to Agrax's head. Man, I want this to stop. Uh, using the demon's bane charm, I just... I don't know how this works. What's a demon's bane charm do? Can I ask what a demon's bane charm does?
0: Did Blake explain what it does? Or did you just hand it to him and go, lol?
1: <laughs> Give me a second to get the actual turn right, because I don't want to get it wrong on this, on this thing.
0: Yeah, this is not the time to get it wrong.
1: Demons prefer to avoid this object. Is that worth it? I'll trick trinket which uh, demon prefers to avoid at zero load. Prefers to avoid it, okay. is the
3: lifeblood of a ghost. So I do want—I want I, I to want flashback, real quick, as well. Yep. When he gave me the demon's bane charm and the sactoplasm. Can we say there was the ectoplasm ammo that he might have found some?
1: Um, electroplasm. Um, Plasmic ammo? Electroplasm vials could be used for, 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 as, as bullets, yeah. I, I imagine so, yes.
3: Because if so, I would have liked to immediately have loaded them into two of the chambers of uh, one of my handguns and say that's the handgun that I have drawn currently.
0: And we'll say you had one in the chamber for any normal people before it switched to ghosts. So, yep, take one, stress. I rolled for the quality of the ammo when it came out with a six, so you have good ammo.
3: Staring at this situation, I, I'm gonna look back at everyone else and literally... I don't know if this is going to go well. Save as many people as you can. And then I'm going to look back and go, fuck you, Agax. I'm going to fire.
2: Okay.
0: Fucking hell. Uh, Okay, immediately. Crowley, I need a resistance roll from you, please.
3: Alright. How's that work again?
0: Well, I'm saying you're resisting this because otherwise it would outright kill you. I'm not giving you the option. I'm saying resist it, for fuck's sake. So, uh, this is Mental Strain or Willpower, so how many dots do you have in Resolve?
3: Just one.
1: Roll
0: a dice.
3: I got a six.
1: Okay, so... Chad's dice turned up.
0: Yeah, chance dice turned up, so you don't take any stress. But you are taking significant harm. Because, oh no.
3: I figured. I knew this wouldn't go well, but maybe it'll save someone else. Hopefully.
0: You take level three harm. Woo! Yeah. We're just gonna... I'm gonna call it demonic possession. Oh, cool. Because in firing this bullet you are essentially kicking him out of his current post as it were and most of him filters back to whichever point in the world he's currently at because he can walk between points a part of him latches onto you and you can feel it it's a bit it's a bit like having something under your skin that you can see moving. Just kind of crawling up towards you. The rest of you see Trent's body fucking explode. <laughs> there's, there's a flash and kind of a quiet scream of some sort of ghostly energy. And Trent's body's, like, the head explodes and the rest of it just crumbles to the floor in kind of a pile of mush. And Crowley, like, staggers back and slams into the wall with the force of it.
1: Crowley, you're right.
3: No. Not at all. And Crowley's just going to, like, kind of slump down, uh, <laughs> like, in a sitting position against the wall.
0: Yeah, as a player, you know this is demonic possession now. As a character, you just know something's here.
3: Uh... Is the can, I, can we look back? Uh, is everyone is everyone okay back there? Is is it stopped the ritual?
2: I'll I'll go check on everyone else.
0: Riley goes and checks on everyone. That's they're still unconscious, but like it's not a deadly poison, so clearly they needed them alive to get them in the right position and the right state. So
2: they're all raven.
0: Lysa's been, like, helping you make sure they're in the recovery position and stuff. Her two bodyguards are standing guard on the other side of the train, just in case anyone else comes through. Mariella, you notice that the hands are no longer clasping each other? Like, they've kind of slid off one another. Like, the lock is no longer there. So by removing by removing Argaz you have successfully kind of interrupted whatever this was. And Blake, you- part of you just constantly feels nauseous right now. Like, the presence of a demon like Argaz fucks with any whisper. But to have him outright, like, puppeteering a corpse is a bit like holding your hand over a flame for too long. It's just that uncomfortable just bordering on painful prickling on the back of your neck
1: I guess I know why I couldn't to the ghost field now it was just so focused here but
0: technically that is the end of the heist you win question mark
1: Chow. You saved them all, that's for sure.
0: You saved them all. But at what cost?
1: Crowdy psyche?
2: <laughs> oh well. Well. Does it worth with this in his body, is he basically gonna become a sorcerer? No. Fireball!
0: <laughs> nothing happens. You're just sad. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Suffering. If you enjoyed it, check out everyone involved in the description and find the rest of the episodes on all podcasting platforms or at themindgame.org. And may your dice rolls go well, though we all know they won't.